So, what's your your best college party story? Why do you have to ask that? Because I uh, I went to community college and I dropped out, so I, don't, I got I don't, none. I don't know. Like I didn't finish college either. The plan was to go to college here in uh, Wilmington, UNCW, but it didn't work out. You know, people said, "Did you go to college?" And I said, "Well, I go to college." Every time I pick up one of my friends that's enrolled there. <laughs> I see this. This was very well thought out. I'm glad, well, I'm glad we did this. I, well, do I have an answer? I hated trying to go to parties. Like, I'm not a huge party person. I would literally just sit in the corner and I went to a college for nerds and they actually have parties. And I still Oh, just, no. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, this blurred well, con party as a, as a follow up one day, maybe? Let's see. Sure. I mean, they, they definitely have quite a party. Uh, I'm usually trying Too to clean many. up and save people during and after. So Too many parties, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> See, now we're on to something. All right. Well, that's on the agenda for July. <laughs> uh, I'm going to work on getting a, a intro, an actual intro. But for now... Today on the panel, we have Tim returning from Speed. I'm sorry, Steve Racer. Steve Racer. <laughs> Tim, aka Steve Racer. <laughs> and um, we have Sunade. Hello. Who are you? Uh, I'm I'm just a magical girl out here thugging it. You know what? That's I a like great it. answer. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are doing. The 2022, uh, I guess it's a college party movie, <laughs> uh, Emergency. It actually didn't get a theatrical release. It was straight to uh, Amazon Prime, but they, it's an Amazon movie, so that, you know that's how that works. And directed by Carrie Williams, starring R.J. Seiler. Uh, I'm a big fan. I'll watch anything he's in. Who else we got? Donald Elise Watkins, Sebastian Chacon, uh, Maddie Nichols, Sabrina Carpenter, Madison Thompson, and Diego Abraham. I don't know anybody else after R.J. Seiler. No, but I, I can't say I've heard of anybody else. But it's all right. That's that's usually how these movies go. Like you know, new faces. But R.J. is the man. I first saw him in this movie called Me Earl and the Dying Girl. And then he was the Blue Ranger in the Power Rangers reboot. And honestly, the best part of that movie, uh, to me yeah, at yeah. least. I I felt like that movie had a lot of potential. They did everything they needed to do. It just something didn't it just, feel as it, cool as the original Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Like something was a bit off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, I thought Everybody it was a pretty, did a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everything did what it was supposed to do and better than I thought it would, especially with, uh, Billy, uh, RJ's character. Like mm-hmm. they made him autistic, but like, it wasn't, it was probably the best representation I've seen. Uh, especially for like, kind of like a leading character. Cause every moment of like plot progression was his character. So that's his movie. Honestly, that's a good point. Yeah. It was all Billy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this isn't a Power Rangers episode, it's an emergency <laughs> episode, but uh, yes. he's also amazing in The Harder They Fall. So, moving on from 
me fanboying over RJ Siler. Uh, <laughs> there's no box office for this because it was straight to Amazon. Oh, the movie is a remake of a 2018 short of the same name by the same uh, writer and director. See, I didn't know that. And, uh, me neither. I'm, now I'm curious about seeing that. It's got to be somewhere. It's usually like short films like that are usually on like, what's it, Vizio? Oh, yeah. That's possible. We could find Cause, it. Because when, it, uh, when somebody said that, uh, when I saw that it won at Sundance, I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like this is this is a fun movie. This, hmm? Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Sundance. Little, Sundance little... lowering standards. Mm-hmm. The Sundance uh, oh. okayest award. <laughs> Moving forward. Uh, oh, spoiler warning. Uh, mm. If if you don't know by now, uh, we're going to spoil the movie. Also, yeah. I do I introduce the podcast. <laughs> My bad. Uh, we're the secret group of brown kids, and the purpose of this podcast is uh, I force my friends to watch movies with me, and then we talk about it. Who are the well, secret group of brown kids? Uh... Well, that's the secret, but sometimes you might be able to find us uh, at a Walmart organizing the $5 DVD bin. So yeah, Don't even get me started. <laughs> All right, so mm. how'd y'all feel about the movie? Uh, Terry, you want to go? Sure. I, I remember I watched the trailer and I read the little preview and I was like, All right, this is interesting. You can kind of guess where this is going. There were definitely some some funny or interesting little plot turns. Like, um, I think probably the funniest part of the movie in general to me was when they went to, oh God, I just forgot the actual character's name, but they went to his brother's house. Um, um, yes. RJ. You call him RJ Sal the whole movie. I mean, oh, the great. Because I was going to call him RJ and I was like, but that's not his name. <laughs> Whatever. Um, when they went to his brother's house and... They were like, oh, yeah, you know, she told me her name is Emma and she's in high school. And everybody looked around and was like, I'm out. Because, <laughs> um, you know, relatable. And if there's something that black people all can collectively, you know, get behind is that when there's fuckery afoot, we leave. We don't mm-hmm. we don't want no parts. We're oh, man. Go. They didn't just uh, leave. Like, they, they hauled ass. It was like, no. Oh. Mm. I, I absolutely love that part, too. They just, you just saw the outside of the house and just... <laughs> Folks, just the bottom of feet. Grab the weed. Grab the weed. Because also, <laughs> important, if you're going to have to leave, make yes. sure that you can still get what you need to get done wherever you go next. Um, but as a whole, it was it was all right. I will just say it was all right before giving like my formal final rating. Hmm. All right, Mr. Tim. Um, I felt the same way. Like um, it it was something that I had considered watching, but it sort of just fell out of my mind. I forgot forgot about it. And um, there were a lot of, I'm no professional or anything. I feel like a lot of the stuff, there were points at which things were edited too quickly. Mm-hmm. And then the other points where it was like, we've been in a minivan for a while. <laughs> in a way, it was like, maybe that's how it felt to them. Because it probably would feel like that. 15 minutes with a passed out white girl that you trying to get rid of probably feels like two hours. But Yeah. Uh, but like definitely. Go ahead. Uh, uh, it felt like a good movie, I guess, uh, in my opinion. But you go ahead. 
No, it was interesting you mentioned that because I remember they were like, oh, yeah, you know, the hospital is like a 10 minute, 15 minute drive away. And I'm like, bro, y'all are in the back back of Bacchus Woods, mm-hmm. like to get to this hospital that's supposed to be 10 minutes away. And I understand like they had to take a deviation in their route. But still, yeah, like it feels like they were in a big enough college town, not like a necessarily sleeper college town where it shouldn't have. They spent a lot of time in that van. To your yeah. Point. Like you, there's avoiding the cops, and then there's like driving out of town and coming back in. Like they were not about to get caught. In uh, in RJ's defense, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite lines was, uh, "I'm not drunk, but I am high as a giraffe's right. ass, though." <laughs> so, he was behind the wheel at first, and just but we could get into it. Uh, so. How did you feel about the movie? Oh, I liked it. I'm I'm a little torn because I thought it was funny and I knew the whole time from the jump like what we were building towards, but it's almost like I didn't want it to happen. I knew what had to happen, but I wanted more of them just ragging on each other because that was like the funnest part, like them just kind of existing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, movie starts out with the two main characters, uh, RJ Siler. Uh, his character's name is Sean, but we're gonna keep calling him RJ. Probably, uh, walking across the oh, I'm sorry, and Kunle. Uh, that is what was his name, Donalise Watkins, who I don't know, I don't recognize him from any of his any of his things. I've seen a couple things with him in it, but like he had bit parts. Uh, anyway, Sean and Kunle. Uh, they're walking across college campus and they're talking about, I think Sean is making fun of him because he's like, you need to go ask that girl out. But also Sean's like trying to get tickets to an event on his phone. Uh, and then he explains it after that, that that night they're planning to do the legendary tour, which is hit up all seven major party spots on, on campus. Uh, which apparently is for them is a big deal, and it's not too many people who've done that before. Too many black people. Yes, that, that's right. That's right. No they wanted people. to be the first black people to pull it off, so that they can get their, <laughs> they can get their pictures up on the black student union's wall of firsts. So, like the first uh, black student to do this and that, and it's like all like noble things and then here comes these two i think they got a picture of that guy with from the water fountain mm-hmm. <laughs> just drinking out the white water fountain like mm-hmm. and that would have been dope so would you guys do this would you do the legendary tour so i i can i consider myself a good friend and i have i have dealt with white people stuff but there's too many places to stop on there where it's 100% white people stuff. So uh, I, I don't think I could do it. Okay. Tsunade? No. And <laughs> I want to be at home in my bed. I'm, I'm at that age now where, you know, let's go. Let's meet up at night. No, we are not meeting up after nine. God damn it. I am already probably in bed or at a minimum. My bra's off. And anybody who knows about women and brawls, nope, that's not happening. Game over. Yeah, that's fair. I yep. definitely at my age know, but 
college age Tiff probably also know. <laughs> I think high school Tiff might have. Like, so, yeah, let's go be great. And if, if yeah. your if your great friend uh, who you do other podcasts with, who's also <laughs> a big black fan, came up and asked <laughs> you to do this. Because this is up his alley of some shit that he would do, and you know it. Uh, the mighty Mauricio, yeah. Yeah, if he asked you, you would tell him no. I'll tell him fuck no. Well, there I, we go. That's I, true. I, I tell him no now, and it was, it's one place we're going to. I'm like, you want me to leave the house? That's true. Ah, nigga. <laughs> I need a Maurice adventure. I, I, I hear these stories. It's like Johnny Appleseed, but I want to go. <laughs> I want to go on one. <laughs> like a recent Mauricio shenanigan story? I, I want to go on one. I want to be like, what we like, cologne shopping, looking for like shoelaces, <laughs> trying to meet women at a bus stop. I don't know. It, it, just <laughs> It's funny. I do have a cologne shopping story and uh, not a trying to meet women at a bus stop story. Not, not that, not that <laughs> I'm not trying to talk bad they sound like like fun kinds of weird stuff it, it still sound fun to me we definitely went to a cologne counter and we we're just like yeah we just going to see what samples they got to see what they got just to look and ended up leaving with i think he spent like 300 dollars oh. and he bought me something just to make himself feel a little bit better about buying himself something and I was going to pay him back. Uh, but also, you can argue that I kind of enabled him too by not telling him the, like, the, the, the counter lady got him. Damn. She was a little pretty. She had an accent. It was a rat. That's Maurice's fault. <laughs> I mean, he he said he needed a, a something, something uh, significant to take to Vegas. And he got it. So... Why? He just gonna smell like cologne and cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. <happy>. Respectfully. <laughs> That's not as wild as the legendary tour, huh? <laughs> but yeah. That's, we're also all that's in mid-30s our like, shit. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. We're also all in our thirties where we're just like, ooh, let me get up off this couch. God bless my knees. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, more power to them. I'm glad that they they tried it. But back to what Tim was saying, some of those parties don't even look fun, and they even they 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 established that they're like, look, we got to do it because it's on the list. But because one of the parties, uh, actually, have them listed out here. Blackout, which is a globe party, uh. The Green Room, which might be hippies. I wasn't totally sure. There was a dude mm-hmm. dressed in flowers in the corner. That seemed like that one was the hippies. Yeah. It was Zeta, Zeta Eta Theta. Am I saying that right? <laughs> uh, those were the lanes. Like, I have no idea. Like, they looked like they were in a church hall. Uh, <laughs> like, you know where they served the food? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Just past the rectory. After that was a uh, Omicron Phi Kappa, and that was the ABC party, anything but clothes. Mm-hmm. And then they would go to Tri Phi, which I think were like the gamers. 
I don't know why the gamers were partying and not gaming, but yeah, you think then, that would have been a land party? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then there's Equinox, which just seemed like a regular jumping party, and then Underground, which they don't give any info for. So I thought it was going to build up to something like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, like you know, that's the final party, and and some wild shit's going to happen there. And they never talk about it again. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> I think that's one of the ones he went to, and it didn't seem like anything significant was going on in there once he was there. Like that was the only one that had like the secret door and all that. Yeah, and he—that's he, where he was. It just seemed like people were just there. Oh, you're right. At at the end, he was mm-hmm. there. He was but just nothing there. was happening because it was it was like red. Yeah, it was like and. Mm. All right. Well. It's like a blurred con room party that I heard all the crazy <laughs> stuff, or more like a Magfest room party. That I, oh, it's gonna be crazy, it's gonna be crazy. I get there and it's just uh, a bunch password? of people in there talk about how crazy it is. Like, it's not crazy. We gotta call it crazy. That's the that's the Magfest flow. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Shows a like, What's crazy? Y'all just orgy. y'all just passing around orange juice. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's in the orange juice? I don't want to know. Your lips is on it. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. But yeah, so. Now they're in the class, and the professor's talking about hate speech. Hate speech, <laughs> and in big bold letters, she puts on a projector, "nigger." All right, all right. I didn't trust anything about that lady Look, after that point. I, I I saw it coming, so I was already looking, and I was like, "Shauna Kunle, the only black boys in the class." Sure enough. I expected her to literally rattle down the list when she was like, well, there's other words. And I was just like... And, <laughs> and they are. Right? The whole time, as soon as she put it up there, Sean started like spazzing out. He's like, what, 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 what's she doing? What's she doing, man? And like, Kunle was kind of defending her. <laughs> but oh, I kind of skipped the part. Uh, before this happens, we see Kunle drawing uh, his white girl crush in little anime style. So we're like, man. all right. Uh, that's 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 the girl that they were talking about on the way in, um, but then this happens and uh, RJ freaks out. Uh, well, not not he didn't really freak out, but he's like freaking out to Kunle like in his ear because he's sitting behind him. I mean, valid. Yeah, yeah. And then the professor says it too, and then uh, RJ's like, is, "Is that shit even allowed?" <laughs> and then they asked them how they asked of course they asked those two how do they feel and the whole class looks at them what would you do in that moment that good old spongebob all right i'm gonna head out his <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time for your fuckery let me just leave like i don't leave me alone mm-hmm. leave me alone that's fair uh i in my notes, I wrote down trigger warning these nuts, but I forgot the context <laughs> of how he used it. Yes, like I know Kunle was like the kind of trying to like not really defend the professor, but like he's trying to justify it to a degree. Yeah, and he was like, you know, just uh, at some point he says something, and RJ goes, "Man, trigger warning these nuts," because she so. kept saying it, like she said it like three times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she and tried to. Was- at one point, she tried to go, oh, and well, some people say it with the ah uh, on the end. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Why are you saying it so much? Stop you could have just kept saying the N-word. Say, say the N-word instead of the word. And we all know what you mean. 
So and it was extra funny because she was British. Mm. Uh, we're not going to get into that though. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. That was, I, and that that felt like it was setting up more too. That part, yeah. like I really like. It is definitely something like everybody in like scholastic things is going to have to experience. Like you could be in a well, you know what? I was in a tourism class when I went to college, and they brought up like regional food and somebody said oh like southern food and i'm like in college in ohio and i was like mm, you better not do this <laughs> southern food oh like collard greens or cornbread or fried chicken and everyone in the class just turns around and look at looks at me as like say what what's going on hmm? oh why hmm? yeah tim can i ask you no she said pierogies yeah, I had to sit we, through it. Saying uh, we get in the race, let's just disassociate. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere well, and hang out in my head. I just wanted to be like, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of fried chicken. I know what you mean. I'm allergic to bird. You're <laughs> eating a sandwich right now. It's from Popeye's. I'm allergic to bird. No, but like I feel like they set up kind of a, this is what black people on college campuses oh, yeah. are they, going through. They don't, uh, they never explain it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of little moments like this, and it uh, that keep popping up throughout the movie. Like the very if you know, you know <laughs> yeah, feeling, yeah. But without well, a lot of like without elaborating. Honestly, I feel like I guess I could say it's the humor, but maybe that's just how I'm interpreting it. That's like the humor of the movie is mm-hmm. a lot of it is the if you know, you know. And I think what was also interesting about that scene, and in general, as you like continue to watch the movie that I didn't think about until now was like obviously they start going through like how they have different life experiences like later on but specifically like Sean being a black American who seemingly potentially grew up in like a rougher lifestyle whatever whatever with you versus Kunli who Kunli Kunli yeah there we go um even though it is not we don't know where he's actually from. Like if he grew up in the U S or if he grew up, um, I don't, they don't know. They don't specify it. Right. But they imply it. Right. Uh, that he's first generation Nigerian. Right. Yeah. And yes. so just the different life experiences. And there's been conversations as we've all probably been a part of, whether directly or indirectly about how, black americans versus like first generation african americans feel about the use of the Mm n-word in particular and so not saying that all african americans would be like yeah i'm going to justify this but it's very possible that some of them he's just one of those folks that are just like whatever it doesn't really apply to me as much also because i'm doing the right thing like i'm a Mm -hmm. science student and it's above me i think sean and like I said, a lot of stuff is implied, but it's not said. But I think Sean, like, well, he kind of says it, but he was angry at the time. Like, Sean is considered all of this, but he still fucks with Kunle anyway. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to get across that, like, when shit hits the fan, like, you need to listen to me. Uh, but we'll get into that soon. Yeah, but it's it's a it's an important, like, underlying layer. Mind you, the, the writer... Now, the director is a black guy. The writer is a Mexican-American woman. So I was trying to, like, think if that, not that if it mattered, but if if any lines were crossed. But I feel like they worked together because it's the same writer and director from the short. So at least she had the director there to, like, you know, she had, she had, she had a voice in the room kind of thing. That's a good point. Yeah. 
So it's not completely. It might be nothing. Hmm. So I'm gonna leave it unless I think of something. Tsunade, did you think of? It it is just interesting considering it is built upon a previous thing. To your point, like mm-hmm. cool, but obviously they also had to extend on it because it went from a short to like a what 109 minute movie. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like, what who supplemented what parts, if you will. Mm, yeah. Yes. They they don't touch on anything, or no, they do. There's one part where they touch on like Mexican American experience, if you will, mm-hmm. but. Uh, we, we'll get to that. Mm. Not really even experience, just a thing. And then I, kept the, the moving. The, just how different the things are. Yeah. After uh, Sean explains, uh, you know, really for the audience, uh, explains what the legendary tour is, we get a scene with uh, a black girl named Asa who Sean seems to have a crush on, and but she scolds him about the going on the legendary tour. And she says, look, you're going to do what you're going to do, but don't drag Hunle into it. That boy's black excellence. There's still hope for him. And, like, Sean's, the look on his face was hurt. So, like, we're still kind of figuring out who RJ is, right? Uh, at this point. But, like, that hurt look, you know, you understand by the end of the movie. Mm. But it was significant. Uh then Sean meets up with Kunle in the in his in the not his lab but like the college lab that he works in because he's his big project has something to do with bacteria cultures. I kind of miss what he was working on. Did y'all catch that? It's not completely explained, but it yeah. seems like his thesis has something to do with how and why you know dealing with the cultures, what like comes of them, and needs to he just needs to keep them alive for an experiment. Yeah, yeah. Bacteria be bacteria, I mean. <laughs> Who knows? But, maybe he'll solve COVID. Maybe that's what it was about. Oh, you no. Know? Maybe. Kunle made COVID in the lab. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the Hunan virus. It's the Kunle virus. Cheapest. <laughs> but in the lab, Kunle's on the phone with this Nigerian mother. <laughs> she's not really laying it into him, but like she, she's doing the the mother thing where you know you better get good grades yada 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 and then she hears sean in the background it's like don't be hanging out with sean he's a bad influence he vapes oh. and it's bad for him he vapes. <laughs> i like i like kunle's response to the whole thing is like hey my mom was on the phone she heard you um and uh she said you need to stop vaping could you just block her on your instagram please i was like <laughs> what <laughs> Just succinctly, that is the problem is that she can see what you're doing. Just she's yeah, watching. Yeah. And how he said, off. no, I'm not going to block your mom because she actually scares the shit out of me. And she would probably come here to find me to tell me to unblock her. Unblock mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, that's some, uh, that's some immigrant mother uh, stuff. One your time. Your mom just popped up in the background now like, what's up? What's good? <laughs> Look, one time my mom found out I was getting bullied on the school bus by an older kid and she didn't say nothing to me the next morning she was at the bus stop and sometimes she she stays so it wasn't a big deal but then i got on and i instantly realized she on the bus right behind me (laughs) oh no (laughs) she was like which one is adam adam that's adam come here and she she walked up to him you know she said come here and like she got real close to him and i don't remember what she said but she definitely cussed him out. And after that, Adam wanted to be my friend. 
<laughs> the friend of my enemy is my friend is my enemy. She says he trying to get on the good side. Like some something like, look here, you little asshole. Like you lay a finger on my son again, and then you're gonna have to deal with me. And you know, here's this grown woman, thick accent, threatening his life. Like he switched it up real quick. Oh my god, that's 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 the threat of a lifetime. <laughs> so I get it. Can't be messing with adults that don't mind hitting anyone else's kids. You you stay you stay back. Them <laughs> the facts. Like she a shirt she, that says "I beat other people's kids." Like, like, like <laughs> consistently, when someone has the gall to just pop somebody else's kid in the mouth, it stops fights because it's like, okay, man, 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 I know that you hit my son. Can we talk about this? It's like, oh, oh, because uh, because you know I hit you too, right? Right. <laughs> oh man. Oh, just a quick aside. Well, still related. Was Kunle's mom? On the wall multiple times. I think they implied that this one woman with glasses might have been his mother. Oh, maybe uh, I, maybe the, I maybe I overassumed the African American. Uh, uh, yeah, because they showed this one particular lady multiple spots on the wall, like she had different first, and they kind of showed Kunle a lot when they were talk the showing her. So I'm just. Maybe I'm over assuming. I, I didn't catch that, but you might be on to something. It's like, Mom's on the wall. I got to get on the wall. <laughs> Why can't you get on the wall for first bacteria to get killed by accident during a party? <laughs> because y'all got a faulty refrigerator that your school apparently won't replace for some unknown reason because the door won't shut. Yeah. They don't got to replace it. They could just, he could just lock it. He just has to remember to lock it that's the worst it, the little note on the door was the worst reminder because it just it just says i'll kill like i i kill experiments lock me or something i was like i'd have forgot that the, every time i so, yeah, but then the other the, the other thing i took from that is why kunle gotta use the broke fridge it's like four <laughs> fridges it's four other fridges in here why he got it why the black man gotta use the broke fridge you know what? You know? We ain't got it. <laughs> so, so they leave the lab. Uh, Kunle remembers that he forgot to lock the fridge, and <laughs> he wants to go back. But Sean convinces him to stay so they can pregame before the legendary tour starts. And Sean wins. Look, yeah, his mama was of... right. Mm. A lot of, a <laughs> lot of really fast bargaining during that. <laughs> yeah. Kunle was like really trying. It was like it, every every offer was just pushed down immediately. It was like Pawn Stars, which I'm, was very interesting because it's like there's going to be probably copious amounts of drugs and alcohol at all yeah, of the parties. Yeah, yeah why, why pregame at all? Game if you're going to seven parties, and it's probably still going to be free. Yeah, so pre- you you're wasting pre- your own supply. Pregaming is only to save money. <laughs> There's no other reason to do it. Look, you make it too much sense. Looks like if you're like, yeah, I'm going to. You the must movie have gone to college <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> oh man, but uh, uh, yeah. So they're walking back to their their apartment, and they get there, and what do they see? Unconscious white girl. All right, pause. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
if you go into an elevator and you see an unconscious white girl, um, what do you do? I, I'm, I assume you're asking because it happened at MAGFest. Um, <laughs> um, you know how MAGFest is. Yes. So it it happened. And my immediate reaction was, how far am I from the from the lobby? Which it wasn't terribly far because it's that one real weird close yeah. one that's not yeah. really the one that's not useful for kind of anything. Yeah. Um, which is again, why were you over there drinking? Um, I pulled her foot into the door. <laughs> oh, so it. So it wouldn't close because it's just going to tap you yeah. and then open back up. It's not. And, and then uh, it's going to yell at you if the door stays open. So it might wake her up. Yeah. Well, and I was just kind of like, ding, ding. I was like, this is the plan. We're not, I'm not far from that place. I'm just going to put her foot kind of in the door. I'm going to go over to the lobby and like, something's up. Sounds like something's up with an elevator. Yeah, I should go look. And I know there's just a lot of cameras. Yep. But drunk me is not opening up to that idea it is just going <laughs> get somebody else to do it there's a camera in the elevator i mean yeah. they might not have seen you because you didn't go in yeah I was they, like, they would have seen her get repositioned i just i just but, reached in and got the foot look and she but wearing a big she's wearing big she's wearing big old costume boots for something <laughs> and i was like eh. and i literally was like hello hello you, you went and somebody's and like help. hi i was like elevator something Something over here. The guy's like, excuse me? I was like, right here. Like, I'm, sir, h- hello? I was like, over there. <laughs> and drunk me got on the escalator. And he's like, do you need help? I was like, over, look over there. I don't. And he's stuck in the well. <laughs> and he just kind of turned around. He started walking that way with his hands up like, all right. But I assume he Could found you Hold it. on, hold on. So put put yourself in that man's shoes. He's walking to go check out what it is you're talking about. And all he sees is a foot on the ground <laughs> sticking out the hell. I, I caught up with some people not long after Look, that for and forgot second. that I had done anything. But I wasn't about to get in the elevator with her. That, Look, is, all, that is all I could piece together. Look, I understand. I, mm, I would have done a similar thing. I was, I was faded like acid wash jeans. So there was no reason for me. I wouldn't have been able to help her anyway. All right. But she was too white yeah, for I'm... me to exist in her area while help was happening. So I feel like if I was by myself, I would have told. I don't. The, see, you thought it out better than I would have because I don't know if I would have put a foot in the in the in the door. I might have come up with that because I think I got tagged by the elevator door. Like, okay. And was like, wait the hell am I supposed no I can't Mm-mm. we do this but in their situation yeah mm. oh it's in their house too like yeah and that's what he says he said look or like immediately like Sean's like we we this is bad like we can't call the cops because that's what Kunle goes to do he said no can't call the cops he's like what do you mean this is like there's an unconscious white girl oh uh I'm sorry he they find they find the white girl, and then he's like, "Okay, maybe Carlos knows what's up with her." Carlos oh, is their yeah. roommate, so they go to go to go to get Carlos. Carlos is in his room, uh, hitting a bong, and you tell he's a pothead because of all the weed paraphernalia around the room. 
uh, hitting the bong, playing Age of Empires. You're like, yo, Carlos, what's up with this girl out here? <laughs> uh, he's like, what? What do you think? He didn't know what they were talking about. He comes outside and Sean's like, nah, we can't call the cops. We got to go. Well, Carlos want to call, call, call the cops too. And he's like, nah, yeah. no. We're three brown dudes standing over an unconscious white girl in a house that smells like weed. Like, we are going to get shit. He said, hold on, sorry. He said, they will shoot us and arrest us. <laughs> How they going to shoot us and then arrest us? <laughs> Kool-Aid. They will. That's what Kunle was like. Shoot us, and then arrest us. All right. I but, mean, he, is he wrong though? Exa- was he was he incorrect? Look. So, <laughs> uh, they come up with the uh, or Sean says we should bring her back to the party. Somehow he figured that she was at the Omicron party. Based on what she was wearing. Correct. Oh, okay. I missed that. Okay, good. What was it? The no. Clo- anything but clothes party well the omicron party was like very neon based and so like her clothes were like neon and bright and whatever the fuck okay mm. but i mean i don't think that's the wrong answer if you figured out where she's supposed to be yeah you take her there and you do what i did at MacFest. you oh look hey, over uh, here look look that right there this is a thing bye fear but they come up with the idea to, uh, or no, first, uh, Kunle's like, nah, screw that. I'm calling the cops. And sh- and <laughs> Sean smacks the phone out of his hand and it lands in her puke. Oh, yes. Uh, also, in, in I know that you also just watched this movie. In the future, I have uh, I am very weak to to puke. Okay. It, it makes watching Korean dramas very hard. I will not explain that. <laughs> I am very weak to puke. So I, I watched a good portion of that part of the movie like this because it it's I would um I know you I know you have a, a child. Thank goodness he is above baby age cuz when they just be like <laughs> I I have very nearly tossed cookies on a baby that I was holding. <laughs> I don't I am very weak to it. It is. You went, so, you went, yeah, so I, I will, I will warn you in the future. I need to. I feel like you know how there's that website. Does the dog die? They need a website <laughs> called. Is there some pukiness? Is, is there puke? They need to put that in the parental guidance. Yeah. Is there like, some pukiness? Give me a website. <laughs> I was, I was holding off best as I could, but when that phone went in there, I had to pause it and get up. <laughs> I like. All right, I'm gonna well. A little breather. I get something to drink. I don't. Mm. She was not doing good. <laughs> she was so still. That's the thing that bothered me. Like it felt like she had to have gotten drugged. Because even was the though, point, which yeah, was the point that they had even brought up like we can't call the cops because what if she was even roofied and right. we don't know if she's alive or not. And like Sean was getting mad because Kun Lee kept touching her, and he's like, "Yo, stop fucking touching mm-hmm. her! Like you're leaving your nasty little fingerprints all over her body." And he's just like, "Oh, I just want to check if she's alive or stuff. Like I'm CPR certified." Yeah, um, cool, cool. <laughs> Man, like, okay, no. so now the huh? question: unconscious white girl in your house? What'd you do? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> it, it is. Leave I moved the front door. I moved. I don't live here no more. I abandoned her. I don't live here anymore. <laughs> I'm gone. 
go find that spider that always appears and be like, this is in fact your house now, spider. <laughs> I have forfeit completely. No. Oh, man. I don't know what I, what I would do. Like, I, mm, it's my house. I'd be mad. First of all, see, their problem was that Carlos kept forgetting to lock the door. And, yeah. you know. I told you about this, Carlos. We lock doors around here, okay? Mm-hmm. So, if I walk into my house and find an unconscious white girl, at probably first I'm going to check every single thing in my house to be like, where's the unlocked door? Where's the Oh, how she, how she didn't get in here. Yeah, how the fuck did she even get in here? Because otherwise I'm being set up. I'm being set up for something. And I will ab- I'm abandoning the house. Mm-hmm. So, I, mean, I, I, I think I'd have to call the cops. and But I'd be standing out in the middle of the street. I would have gotten every other neighbor outside okay. with me. Yeah. <laughs> in, in my neighborhood now, I would be even more perplexed about a random white girl being in the in the house because there's a lot of Mexican neighbors now. They have taken over most of the block. I have one white neighbor, and he is not of child age. He he is retired, and he loves his Jeep. And that is the that he's like the only white person close by. I would do one of two things. I would go out in the neighborhood and be like, hey, y'all, somebody lost a white girl. I knock on his door and see if he knew who it was. Maybe he got like a great niece or something in town. <laughs> but much like you said, I would be in the street when the ambulance got there uh, in a in a three piece suit holding <laughs> holding a notepad and like a, a pen. Like, hi, I just came back from my very important job where I am the uh, the whitest black, black person in the building and they can all account for my demeanor. Um, could you please check on the white girl inside? See, what I don't like about your white neighbor that you just described, it sounds like he would have had her trapped in his basement. And I don't ooh, like that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mm, That's a good point because the other day uh, he dropped some sort. No, it's not that bad. Don't, don't, give, me, don't give me those eyes. He dropped some. He was working on his Jeep, and he dropped something. Instead of being just the like, oh shoot, like he he uh, he gave it the damn it, like it was like <laughs> all, it was a it was a lot. I was like getting my mail, and I've I work on cars. I've dropped stuff, and I've been like, but when it's like really frustrating, you got to back off and give it the like the quiet. <clears throat> but he was he he didn't even drop something hard. It was sound like he just dropped like a ten millimeter socket. He just damn it. I was like, whoa, well, we already, we too high up. Get Wilson to come to the, the, over the fence and calm you down. Hey neighbor, chill out. You're scaring the darkies. (laughs) Back to what you said about a three piece suit. Uh, (laughs) Oh, they, they felt it too. Cause before they left, they 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 changed into Kool Lay's clothes. Including Carlos, he's like, he's like, no, you got too much weird shit on Carlos. Yeah, you're like, wearing that fanny pack, and the weird what, stuff. What's Saturn? <laughs> he his uh, he had on pajama pants with the planets on it. <sighs> what Saturn? Uh, but yeah. they were over preparing. Like, I yeah. understand. Sean what... said, "I'm not getting shot." Yeah, Sean. Sean was on the ball though. <laughs> they start calling people like, "Oh, what about White Sean?" Yeah. <laughs> He can come over and call the cops. It'll be okay. Oh, man. All, all legitimately good plans, honestly. Yeah. I feel like the taking to the, her to the hospital one, there's, I don't know. I can appreciate how they got to taking her to the hospital because you could legit just be like, yoink. 
um, and yeet her out of the car and then like speed off without much that's, consequence. That's, that's definitely uh I mean Kool Aid would Kool Aid would wanted to take her inside and stay. No, yeah. we're gonna treat this like Chicago Med, goddammit. We won't mm-hmm. eat her out of the car and we're leaving. We did the right thing regardless. Go away. Like somebody go inside, get one of those wheelchairs that's just sitting around, put her in it and just push her in the door and leave. I what honestly, is that? Don't, that don't even get on camera. Too. Don't even get on camera. Weekend at Bernie style, just See, that's where I thought most of the movie was going to go. Like, they were going to weekend at Bernie's, her to the parties, so they didn't miss them. Oh, no. I was real worried about that taking place for a minute. <laughs> like, we still got to do the tour. What do we do about this drunk white girl? Just round, like, who's your drunk friend? Oh, she's not drunk. See, she has sunglasses on, and she can dance. Not, and she can dance. <laughs> Car- Carlos, make her dance. I... I thought it was going to go there too, because the one thing I didn't think was that they would miss the parties, because it, it, yeah. it seemed like such a significant thing, right? He, he's mm-hmm. he, the whole explaining it and everything. It really then, felt like they were going to dive in and somehow have her like in a cooler with them or on a like on somebody's back, yeah. like C three PO. And then it seemed like okay, well they're not. Or they're they're maybe they'll go after this, but then clearly mm-hmm. they weren't getting to the hospital in time. Uh, so it was like, but they still have to go to the parties, right? So they're just gonna just happen, like end up at the parties mm. by accident. It's, yeah, uh, but there there was no parties. I mean, there was, but like not not in how they not how they thought it would be, right? So they're so, out they're out on the road in the van. Yeah, in their nice clothes. And like, doesn't she start to come to for a little bit? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 it took me a minute to notice and probably the same thing happened with Carlos. He thought he was feeding her juice to yeah. get better. So when they, they first, uh, they saw the checkpoint, the sobriety checkpoint and they hit that right. Uh, that's when we get the line. Uh, I'm not drunk. I'm hiding his rat's ass though. Mm-hmm. But he had his pregame juice, which was called what blackout juice or something. Danger death uh, death juice. Death, death juice. They something. were calling it something crazy. Yeah, in his hand. And when he saw the cops, he threw it in the back. And then that's what. Uh, but it was like in a juice bottle. So yeah. Carlos picked it up to try to hydrate her. <laughs> and he was like, "Hey, it's got electrolytes." <laughs> yeah, it took a minute to catch back up on that. I was like, yeah. "Oh no, he's just he's just restarting the lawnmower here. It's yeah. no good." At some point in the movie, Kunle says, "It seems like she's getting drunker." Yeah, yeah, because she she started to come too, and at first she was kind of fine, mm-hmm. but then she blacked out again. I'm I'm kind of getting ahead, uh, but then she came back again and freaked out. Yeah. Uh so but before like after we see them uh haul ass in the van, we're at a now we cut to another party and it's a white girl asking her friend, Have you seen Emma? And they're like, Well, when's the last time you've seen Emma? He was like, One, two hours maybe she was drinking or uh playing beer pong. Mm-mm. And then we find out that like she brought her little high school sister to a college party, and then forgot about her. Left this her, ungrateful lost bitch. Her. Look, no. look, she's the villain of the movie. Yes, 
This yeah, is a great hundred percent. And honestly, I didn't know how I felt about the movie until the very end. I'll, I'll get to that, but she's the villain of the movie. Yeah, uh, oh she my absolutely. Goodness. She absolutely. A couple of times they try to paint it like she's in the right, but the more you find out about the situation, the more you find out she's the the, the impetus of everything that's going on. Yep. And she's she is the pro- how is that Taylor Swift say she's the problem. And she looked like she sing t- Taylor Swift too, if I'm being oh, honest. She looked like she sold tickets for Taylor Swift. Come on now. Look, I knew she was trouble when she walked in. Uh, yes. <laughs> don't look nice. at me like that. Don't, nice. Don't, you don't gotta look at me like that. Uh so. Oh, also at some point, uh Carlos compared the situation to like when Goldilocks like she's Goldilocks and we're the three beers uh, and Sean was about perfect. to beat his ass Mm-mm, it is no, perfect no. Oh. but, but Sean, Sean was so mad and, and Kume was like just nothing just no just chill yeah. like <laughs> like we, we don't got to do this right now and that was probably more like Sean get already mad at the situation and then here you are comparing us to animals but so they take a turn. Uh, we're back to the, the to the van. They take mm-hmm. a turn and they end up at a party at a at a frat house. But it's short lived because as soon as Kool Aid comes out, he's like standing next to, I guess, a totem. And another guy walks up and pisses on the totem. And then a white dude runs out. He's like, "Hey, they're pissing on the sacred totem. Let's get him!" So Kool Aid hauls ass back to the van, uh, and. The dude who actually was doing the peeing, I mean, they run in the same direction. He kind of just runs away, but the guy doesn't know that. So everyone's just throwing like beer cans at the Kunle and and then the van, and it busts the taillight out as they haul ass away, which is unfortunately significant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is interesting though because they were so close like they were right there to doing the whole let's just drop her off where we assume mm-hmm. she's supposed to be and they would have been fine yeah, but now they got a busted taillight and cuz at first it was just okay we're going we're going to get around the sobriety check mhm now it's no matter what uh <sighs> we can be pulled over yeah so we need a new car so the next plan is to go to Sean's brother's house to borrow a car so they can get her. Oh yeah, there's one key thing that we're missing. So oh. the 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 villain who <laughs> and her friend um, that she was at the party with and uh, this dude that her friend trying to push up on, mm-hmm. they all conspire together to be like, we're going to actually be good people and try and help you find your sister that you lost and that you're bitching to us about. Oh um, lord. And she was like, well, uh, her friend was just like, oh, well, does she have, like, find my friend, aka find my iPhone, um, on her phone? <laughs> She's like, yeah. And so they find her location, and they're like, we're going to ride off to go find her based off of her location. They did yeah. a good job of making dude seem just a little bit overzealous, which made him feel sketchy. But yeah. he, at the end of the day, it's like, if I impress this girl's friend, She'd be impressed with me, which is still not completely, it's not valiant, but it's not as sketchy as it sounds. Yeah, Yeah, like a party to go to hell. Yeah. 
Yeah, because when he looked at the picture of Emma, it's like, oh, she's cute. And I was like, oh, no. He definitely was doing all of the he was doing all of the um, thirsty guy things like, oh, your sister. How cute. Uh, like, no, no, no. That's not what we're doing right now. Oh, oh, I misinterpreted the situation. I, She's lost. Let me help you find her. <laughs> I think his purpose, I think his name was Raphael. We don't find out mm. until later, but mm-hmm. or Raph, uh was to make us sympathetic for the villain. Yes, absolutely. Because he, he was just barely sketch. Yeah, but the girl he was flirting with was always cool with him. Mm-hmm. Like, she even at some point was like apologizing for her mean ass friend. But, just kind of like even the yeah. whole thing where he's just like, oh, we can go get her. And he grab he's the first thing he gets is a bike and a one wheel. This guy's <laughs> he's too he's working too fast. It's too like where, where you know, nobody, somebody with like a like a escort or like a like a Prius or something that we could use. This is the closest thing you could. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, let me just grab some stuff. Right. It's like every they set us up by being like, look at this sketchy dude. But. Yeah, like you said, it's just to hide the villain a little bit better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I don't remember if we uh, if they see them at the frat party, but I know by the time they get to the brother's house, they see them leaving. Yeah. Okay, but while we're at the brother's house, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Kunle goes to hide in the bathroom. Not sure why. Was he just... um, because he was being pressured to smoke weed and it was one of those situations where I guess people they were trying to kind of ho check him and like check his manhood and be like hey bro what's good and that as we have discussed before that's just not, not that just wasn't him and yeah. so he was like um, I gotta go pee <laughs> Sean uh, got into it with his brother because he's like yo what, what the fuck is this no she wasn't in the house yet right no no. While no, this he, was he, happening, Sean's in the back talking to his brother, and Carlos brings her in the house because she's like, "I got pee." Yeah, because yeah. he was already like, "Nah, you, I'm not gonna let you borrow this car." It's like and, you're trying to help people too much. You need to get out of this situation. Yeah, y'all should have left her somewhere else. You're doing too much. In comes Carlos and Goldilocks, and I forgot what they said. <laughs> but Carlos goes, "Oh, her name is Emma, and she's in high school." And immediately, every nigga in the house runs out. Like yes. everybody that isn't uh, Sean Kunle and Sean's brother. Yeah, is it, vacant house out. at that point. So y'all, I, I, I like how one dude just come. He was in the middle of the street, just moving. Y'all ain't gonna get not even not even talking to nobody. Like that way, bye, <laughs> goodbye. And what was even interesting about that whole scene was when. So Sean had told his brother, like, oh, yeah, Kunle's grandma is dying and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. And so Sean's brother was under one pretense. But then after it comes out, they got this drunk white girl who's underage, whatever, whatever, whoop-de-whoop. And they're just like, Sean's brother's like, you got to get the fuck out of my house. You know I'm on probation. Like, I cannot have this in in my place, my space. If the cops are coming... I can't deal. But then he says something very interesting to Sean and is like, you can't be either. Which I was always just like, does Sean have priors? Like, what is this? Because unless I missed it, they never said what he was going to college for. Kunle's always just like, you just got to make sure you graduate. There is that scene with the girl that we talked about at the beginning who's like, don't drag him into your shit. So it's just weird because it's like a cross between Sean is literally like, just a tag-along friend who might not even go to that school or pretends to go and nobody knows that he's not actually enrolled. 
or he's just a fuck up. I think he's a fuck up. Mm. Yeah, I think he's, there he's ha- supposed there to have, be there. There have been judges to add parts to people's sentences that, as a um, like, you have to finish a college degree or you have to be in so many hours of mm-hmm. education in order to not get the full sentence. So, mm-hmm. it, like the you just have to finish, like you just have to graduate, kind of makes it sound like you need to. It it does kind of it does feel like it wasn't fleshed out enough and that this is something he specifically had like it, nothing, nothing else mattered as long as he got that done and he was messing it up by he could blow his chance to not have to be in prison or in, well. yeah, the, yeah. The, like it, maybe it it was enough to expunge a record or something of that because that, that is something judges have done okay no that's fair okay. i only was Good thinking thing. about it because i was like there was definitely a couple of people at my college that them them niggas didn't go there. Um, <laughs> they lived in the dorms and everything. Like shout out to Puppy, uh, don't ask. Puppy. And yeah, she shout out Puppy. She, <laughs> she definitely didn't go to the school, um, but she was just there all the time to the point where I thought she did, and they were both like, "No, girl," and I was just like, "Oh, okay, cool." Like, yeah, we okay, we had girl. one of the we had one of those. Uh, shout out to Brendan. <laughs> Shout out to Maurice. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> this is going to be the check to see if he listens to this podcast or not. Uh, <laughs> oh, that should have been that should have been our college story. There's a college story right there. It's he tied it all together. He should have been on this episode. He got some. <laughs> One motherfucker who didn't go to college but went to college. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> he went there to pick people up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> Oh, we missed the part. Before he got to the, the brother's house, uh she had to pee and that's when she was normal. Right? Oh yeah, there was, was still, a, she, she was still starting to become lucid around that time. They yeah. had her pee in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time that the I was about to say the white gang, the, the sister uh, that's they the first time they up. they almost caught up. That's right. They're like, she's in the woods. Oh, but this you know it's down the block. Uh, but here when I forgot where Sean was, but that's when Carlos and Kunle, uh, Carlos finds out that Kunle's going to Princeton or something. Yeah, Kunle doesn't want Sean to know, so that matters uh later. But yeah, so they oh. get back in the car and they get to uh oh no no uh, uh there's one pressing part that I made a note about. Go ahead. Uh, she's in the woods. Carlos is taking care of her. The The boys are by the van, and they're having it out about some stuff. Some white people hear it all, see them. Is that and they is come out, the part? The white people come out to the car, and they're like, you need to get out of here. Oh, yeah, that's We're going to call leave. the cops, so you need to leave. You don't stick around here. And we as they like drive it. off. Yeah, as they drive off in our neighborhood. Yeah, don't come around here. As they drive off, those white people had a sign in their yard that said "Black Lives Matter." <laughs> perfect. There was a sign in the white people's yard that says "Black Lives Matter." Another and literally of accusing them. black people of selling drugs in the neighborhood. You do not come around here. It's a little too on the nose. I was like, come a... on. But th- to me, that was another part where it's like, a, if you know, you know. Like you saw mm-hmm. the the humor like they didn't, in it. 
it they did not zoom the, in on it. They did not make it yeah, very but it clear, was there. but it was there. <laughs> I was like, mm. so, but then it's like, yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> the accuracy, the so, dead on accuracy. The, but that's what they they came out because they started fighting because they mm-hmm. saw the the taillight bust. That's when they discovered the bust of taillight, right? And Sean's like, <laughs> we gonna die, we gonna die. Like, <laughs> Did we go die about, tonight? You start broke his hand. We got a we got a drunk white girl in the car. We gonna die? Look, he just calmed down from the initial <sighs> panic, and he starts starts all over again. And then he starts telling the story about how he got a cousin who got shot in the ass, and now he got a boo boo in the back. Oh, <laughs> you have a boo boo in the back, who's that? <laughs> like he wasn't doing nothing. He wasn't doing nothing. I mean, like he was, he was selling. Oh, he was trapping. He was, he was trapping. But, um, but I mean, that's not important. <laughs> it's like, but like what you you trying to say the cops came to his house for no reason? But he, they was obviously a he reason. Was, he wasn't doing nothing. No, well, he, he was trapping. But he got a he, he got a boo boo in a bag now. He got a boo boo. He got philosophy bag. <laughs> you you know what it's like to you, you know what it's probably like to poo poo in a bag. Oh man, and that's when that's when the white oh. couple comes out. It's like I know what you're doing. You're selling drugs. <laughs> Just right to selling drugs, not like what are you in our neighborhood? Are you lost? <laughs> you need directions. Nah, right to right selling right drugs. Selling drugs. I know what you're doing. <laughs> selling the, drugs. So the the trio almost catches them there. Yep. <laughs> they pull. They off. make it. They make it to Sean's brothers. Yeah. And then they almost catch up with him there again. Oh, yeah, that's where we are now. So they, uh, the brothers, like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Everybody yeah. then left. No, so no good. As they're, like, getting back into the van, the trio sees them put Emma in the van and pull off. And from their point of view, it's not looking so good, right? Like you see, no, it, it does look because they basically tossed her in the van at that point. Yeah, it did yeah. not look good. <laughs> oh, there's another little funny joke. We see them like oh, flip yes. out a bit, and then when they uh when they leave, like a black woman's like, "Oh no," she's like, "Can I help you?" The black lady sees the sees the three people yeah. who are looking for her, look for the 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 villain and her associates. And she's uh she's on the phone and she's like, girl, I just there's a white boy out here with a sheet on. <laughs> that was so quick, I almost missed it. <laughs> girl, boy, there's a white boy out here with a sheet on. <laughs> uh, but it's funny because it also is the contrast between the black neighborhood and the white neighborhood. Yeah, like it, they, it, like the black lady wasn't like, you don't need to be around here. You yeah. need to get out of our neighborhood. It she was, was like, it was what the are white y'all kids doing? in the black neighborhood? Yeah, and then the the black kids were in the white like so you got the flip. Yeah, and and so she's just like, mm. like she, she very much was like, mm, something going on out here. <laughs> yeah. White kids don't even supposed to be around here. <laughs> but also, she started with, "Can I help you?" Yeah, and yeah, she was like, "Can yeah. I help?" She's like she, it yeah. was it's, it, it it's was the reaction a, you would expect a, from the other people with the black lives matter yeah. sign. Nothing. <laughs> Immediately to selling drugs. Man, I know what you're doing. I'm sorry. That like it's just stuck in my head. Yeah. Uh yeah. There's a white boy out here with a sheet on. So Goldilocks I... starts to come too, and this uh this is when she freaks out. Yeah. So cause she was already getting lucid, but like I guess now she hit the point where it's like, wait, she's I don't know. She's becoming aware 
Yeah. But she's still real drunk. Yeah. So she freaks out and she attacks Carlos like she like busts his nose and then she, she hit she, him like, dead and hit him dead in the face. Yeah. She hurt Carlos. That was <laughs> I was sad for him. <laughs> Poor Carlos. Uh and I think at that point Kunle was driving and yeah. she kicks Kunle in the <laughs> I, and she she basically knocked him out. Yeah, and they drove off the road. Uh, is this the one they drive off the road? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When yeah. she came to, she goes wild in the van and uh, knocks him out, and they go off the road. <laughs> Sean's immediate reaction was exactly mine. Like, Loving it. He hopped out and was like, just like, things couldn't get any crazier. There was no <laughs> reason for him to not laugh. And just like, he, he, started, pull, he started pulling off the vape again. He was like, look, this is... His entire situation is too crazy. What <laughs> what else could happen? He was like, "Now the white girl's in the woods, and we have to go find her. We're just in my van. It's in a ditch. It's, it's yep. <laughs> so they take. Oh yeah, she she after the van uh, rolls off the road. They're not hurt, but uh, Goyulas gets out and hauls ass into the woods, and <laughs> they got to go after. That's uh, another reason I feel like she was drugged. I have been wasted on alcohol in my life, and I have like come to it in a in a strange place and been afraid. But the the ability and the notion that I should get up and run in a panic has never happened from that kind of uh, substance. I feel I mean- like the wrong weed will do that to you. And I feel like other kind of substances will do that to you. But like the blind drunk panic that she went in, like she climbed a tree. Look, she, she climbed a tree and then she, she passed out, right? Yeah. She passed back out. I mean, it was two hours at the party and unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. I feel like she had something. Yeah. Well, and they also said that again, even like very early in the movie. And they're like, we can just drop her off out front. And they're like, you want to leave an unconscious girl at a frat party? Yeah. That's what you want to do? And they were like, or Sean and Carlos were like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) And they had to say it again, like, really? You sure? And they still never quite got around to like why he was saying it's problematic without saying it, but. Everybody yeah. showed off their lack of experience at different <laughs> points in the movie. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, like, while they're uh, chasing uh, Goldilocks, Carlos named her Goldilocks. But anyway, yeah. uh, Emma, uh, uh, Sean's ragging on Kunle uh, for being an Oreo, and Kunle gets defensive and hits back, saying, Ain't shit wrong with having doctors for parents and being straight laced, and, you know, as opposed to always getting high and having less than perfect childhood like Sean. So, like, it kind of just rolls off of Sean's back. I mean, he already was like, you know, they're already arguing. But he's like, yeah, whatever. So, eventually, they keep arguing, but they stop searching. And they vote whether or not they should call the cops or not. And yeah. Kunle's still the only one that wants to call yeah. the cops. Even after all this shit has happened. They yeah, are chasing like, this white girl in the tracking, not chase tracking. Yeah, because Carlos is an eagle <laughs> <was>, scout. <laughs> yeah, tracking this drunk white girl through the woods. Carlos and Sean still will not call the cops. No. Now we know why Sean won't. Uh, maybe Carlos. I think Carlos is just 
like he's not dumb he's just high <laughs> right like, well I, he, I think he has that that weed smoker mentality like yeah. no nah, there's too much of us wrapped up in this now yeah like this isn't going to be a simple there's a white girl in the woods mm-hmm. you need to find her yeah we call nine one one to tip you off why are y'all in the woods like we never why get you smell like weed? backstory like not we, fully we get, yeah we get that kunle is sheltered to a point like he's naive he's super naive yeah that's why sean keeps trying to hammer into him like this shit is bad we need to get as far away from this girl as possible but carlos it doesn't take too long for carlos to understand that too and like what could happen what could go wrong if the cops come but like that never quite sinks in with kunle uh well until later uh Mm. but yeah so after they take the vote then they hear some noises and they look up and Emma up in the tree like a like a leopard, just out, <laughs> just out. <laughs> she like groans because she passed back out. That's funny. So, like another Goldilocks moment. She just asleep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so they they get her, and then as they're getting back to the car, Carlos gets uh, sentimental and he com- uh, confesses how happy he is they're all friends and how it's important for them to uh, to go to the legendary tour because like now they got the girl. It's like all right, you know things he is he think he's just, it's like it's over for him right like yeah he's got to get into the hospital and that's it so he's getting all sentimental and then but kunle is still mad at sean yeah and he throws sean onto the bus and he's like he didn't even want to bring you along with us he only bought two sets of passes and like carlos is you know uh <laughs> his poor little heart like it was good acting man because i felt no he <laughs> felt he he looked dejected Look, he was home. He's in the woods. His nose is broken. He found out like y'all wasn't even thinking about me, right? Like, I'm like here, even though it's also kind of his fault for leaving the door unlocked, but like he's sticking with them. Like he stuck with them this whole time, and he thought like, you know what? We have a bond. Like he, like Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> Sean um, tried to break it to him easy. Like, look, man, I just figured you were going to play video games all night because you're always playing video yeah, games and smoking yeah. weed. Why would I, you know, like, you seem comfortable. That's your thing. I was <laughs> yeah. like, uh. Yeah. That hurts, but, too, because then, like, that's what people think of me. Damn. Yeah. Oh, no. So it, he, it's like a one-two punch for him, then, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. So they get back to the car. The Scooby kids finally caught him. <laughs> yeah, the they finally caught up. up. Man, so they, the friend, not the sister, the friend is like, all right, call them cops. Uh, let's, let's, you know, uh, but immediately the sister finds a stick and runs in. Yeah. <laughs> She's just going to violence her way through, through the situation. This, this shit was so funny to me because, okay, I get it. Like they've eluded them up until now. So maybe it's like, all right, now nah, it's now we're never, I got to save my sister. Right. But when she gets there, cause Sean and Kunle are arguing and then they stop and they're like, wait, wait, so I go with the stick right here. And she's just standing there looking. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared for them still. But when she started swinging the stick, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, cause they, she, she, she attacked Kunle first. And he's like, ah, ah, <laughs> like stop hitting me stop like, stop like they weren't even she wasn't even like really phasing them it was just like <laughs> what are you doing stop stop quit it was like a mosquito mm-hmm. <laughs> i think sean snatches the stick from her 
He is Coonley. You are like the buzzing of flies to him. <laughs> Sorry, unnecessary Ghostbusters reference. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so she's freaking out. It's like, uh, where's Emma? Where's Emma? And uh, Sean's like, who the fuck is Emma? Oh, Goldilocks. <laughs> Sean takes the stick from uh, her. And Emma's sister Goldie. pulls out pepper spray. <laughs> and sprays herself in the face. Uh, Which... Regardless of how she, regardless of how I felt of her at the time, that was perfect. That was necessary. <laughs> yeah, that felt right. Right. This is, this is some some instant karma. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, they <laughs> the other two sees this shit happening, and she like hangs up on the cops and runs over and pulls out, or they pull out their flashlights or their phone uh, mm-hmm. lights or whatever, and say, "Oh, we're the cops. You know, freeze." And not the worst idea. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't bad honestly like she wasn't she was never dumb the only mm-hmm. she did one dumb thing the whole movie but we'll get to that but uh when they uh they jump on the floor and kunle sees she got on some shiny shoes the same yeah once your shoes. eyes adjust you can be like, you can see what everything they yeah. never planned past that <laughs> oh man so hey they they're not they're not caught she got on shiny shoes uh, it could so, have been new issue, new issue from the police department. <laughs> we wear uh, shiny shoes now. So they jump up and they start yelling, and then Carlos comes out, and Carlos comes out of the van and realizes the guy with the white girls is his cousin. And this shit is hilarious to me because it's another if you know uh, you know moment. Yeah, white girls confused like, uh, like what y'all are cousins? And then Carlos is like, yeah, he's white passing. <laughs> like those two were so like whatever and like then when she was just like you are 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 you like that was the one sus thing about her she was like yeah oh, oh you're your cousin like it was just like this like, yeah, like she did she everything like, but go ill she yeah. did everything but go ill yeah and then he's just like yeah whatever like yeah, I'm mixed, yeah, I'm mixed. <laughs> like it was like, well, i'm mixed whatever <laughs> but <laughs> so that shit was hilarious but she she actually buys their story like they explain what's going on, and then as, ridic- as ridiculous as it all was, like it checks out. They look and they see the taillights busted. So, friend, uh, villain, she got a name, but whatever. she's not having it. <laughs> Yo, yeah, villain don't care. She's like, nah, y'all, y'all try to uh, steal my sister. Yada yada. She's flipping out. My sister. Let me see my sister. <laughs> uh, and Shauna's like, you know what? Like, I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Uh, y'all got it. And he takes... Oh, no, they decide to... What did they decide to do? To take her oh, to the hospital. Yeah, take her to the hospital, because she's like... Oh, she's not God. doing it. She, yeah, she's... At this point, like... I can't remember if she said she didn't have a pulse anymore, that she couldn't feel it. She but, had a pulse that was very faint, but she was turning cold. And yeah, that's what it was. Like, yeah. Oh, shit. We gotta... Yeah, we gotta go. And Sean was like, all right, peace. He took he took the bike that the trio was riding on and dipped. Uh, and I... Don't blame him. It's not the worst idea. Before he goes, he like he desperately tries to get Kunle to come with him. And Kunle's like, nah, we like I'm stick, you know, stick with him. He's like, all right. I mean, to a degree, I understand, but I wouldn't have gone. I would have I'd have been like, this is my cell phone number. Tell me when you get to the home. Yeah, Sean literally gives them the keys to his car. 
He's like, here's well, the car. Take off. Wolverine's other big thing was the fact that he was CPR certified and the fact from his CPR training and like she has That's a very right. shallow pulse and she's turning mm. blue or she's getting cold. He's like, I have to give her CPR like in order for her to even like fucking make it to the yeah. hospital to begin mm. with. So not only like even though was it the right thing to do debatable it was still the right thing to do because at yeah, the end of the day, like if a person is actively dying i don't know if in my good conscience i'd be like yeah i'm gonna head out for real for real though like i'm actually gonna leave i'd be like any of y'all niggas know cpr and if i get a no it's like well i guess i might just chance this shit i've already yeah, chanced yeah. enough realistically speaking i mean what's the worst yeah. that could happen and it's funny because we uh <laughs> to keep the rhythm <laughs> no <laughs> okay that's re- that's real but it's still yeah. so, like you, you don't necessarily have to sing it out loud when yeah. everybody's panicking so everybody start but the villain starts singing along staying alive staying alive and <laughs> that, of course that's when the cops like you know co- they uh, find. find them yeah. yeah, they happen to be sitting on a side road. Shout out to 95 for anybody that know about them fucking side roads that the cops yeah. be hanging out on. Because I felt like they were on 95. But anyway, cops on the side road. They happen to drive past, which I can't tell. It felt like it was the cops actually just waiting, not for them, but they happened to be waiting there. Yeah. And they kept getting told to pull over. That's what bothers me about it is like, Yes, we know, we established that they were out way in the woods, but we've now established that the cops knew everything about what was going on, but didn't go where Sean knew they wouldn't be. <laughs> so, per, we've Sean was on the money. Had she not kicked them in the head, they'd have got <laughs> to the hospital. But yeah. secondly, those cops weren't going to come that go back that way. They didn't care. As soon as they were nearby, it was like, oh, look, that's the description of that thing that we should have went and looked for. Yeah, because they weren't moving. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were chilling. Anyway, yeah. So uh, one cop turns into two cops, uh, but, you know, they're trying to get to the hospital because if they stop, uh, mm-hmm. Emma might not make it. Uh, this is the other stupid part. The the friend is banging on the back window yeah that and was it, like it just made it look like she was a hostage yeah <laughs> like i don't know why she thought they could hear anything look but but carlos though carlos was a wheel man Yo, he, he dom toretto <laughs> because family it's family i live my life i live my life a quarter mile at a time <laughs> That's how for that 10 seconds or less i'm free <laughs> look carlos <laughs> Was he studying to be like an astrophysicist or something? Yeah. He, knew he was in the planets. But yeah. he, he knows his planets. He knows weed. He knows Age of Empires. And he knows how to drive. He whipped it. Tokyo drifting <laughs> everywhere. In, in a van. van. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they get to the hospital. And now it's now they're surrounded by cops. And of course, what happens? Uh, the first hands out are white hands. They get out. They're like, you know, they're trying to explain the situation. Uh Kunle knows he has to he has to keep doing He continues doing the yeah. Yep. And he looks up, gun pointed at him. Just straight gun. Yep. And they drag his ass out, throw him on the ground, and every single thing Sean has said the entire movie comes true. It's all and right in oh, it's the yeah, worst. Yeah, and Kunle 
is honestly like the shit stopped being funny. <laughs> like no, also, yeah. Like I like I just kept expecting Keenan Ivory Wayne's to be at, like the side of the just just kind of the side going see that message <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously it's on the nose, but you know it, this is yeah. what it was building to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we see Kool Aid uh, about to die, and then it cuts to uh, uh, Sean. Who made it to one of the parties because he's sitting next to his uh, girl he got a crush on. Sitting next to Whitley. Yeah. <laughs> Whitley. Uh, and you could tell he is not enjoying himself. No. Yeah. Because you couldn't. Yeah. He, he left his his best friend. And even though, you know, he kind of did Carlos dirty, he liked Carlos too. Like he left him back there. And he know he, he had that feeling from the jump. That like n- none of this is good, and mm-hmm. all he could do is like think about like yo, uh, my nigga might be dead. <laughs> yeah, so the least he could do, uh, or he I guess he figures the least he can do, like he leaves the party and he goes to uh, the lab to hold the fridge closed. Uh, well, I like that they yeah. they didn't give you a lot. They show him at the party and he yeah. picked up a plastic fork. And he left. I'm like, oh, what yeah, are y'all trying? What are yeah. you doing? What Not only trying? that, he throws away his vape. Yeah. And like this whole time, Coonley had just kept saying, but my culture is like, they're going to die. They're going to die. They're going to mm-hmm. die. Like that has not been lost on him throughout the entirety of this movie and the entirety of everything happening. He mm-hmm. is still just like, because didn't Carlos ask him, like, can't you grow some more? Like it's bacteria, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like, bacteria is uh, new ones. And he was just like, no, not really. Because again, COVID. (laughs) Kunle 19. Needed to get the virus out. Anyway. uh... Oh, and another, they they could have given me another another V warning for for the vomiting. Because he he started, I was like, come on. Come on. What is is this, a K-drama? Where's the ghosts? Where's the unnecessary murderer? Where are all those things? The ghost is here, apparently. But <laughs> under there. Sean leaves the party, and Kun Lee is on the ground. Not the fun face-down, ass-up kind, either. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> Tim. Mm. <laughs> wow. Just... Definitely not uh, the fun. Everybody's back at the ambulance. They're, yeah, so they're we, stretchering her. I guess they convinced the cops, like, Chill Kunle is our or like wasn't doing anything wrong. He's one of the good uh, ones. <laughs> and it, it skips forward to him and Carlos sitting on the curb, but white friend and white passing cousin are wrapped in a foil blanket. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Where's their you guys blanket? need any comfort? Just y'all. <laughs> Just y'all. Uh, what was most even interesting about the scene right before that is when he can see between the crack of the ground and the clearing of the truck or what a van, he yeah. sees the two white girls. They're just sitting like on the curb. The two white passing Latino dudes, they're sitting on the curb, but they have their hands behind their yeah. head. And then there's him. He's the one on the ground. He was the only one that was thrown on the ground with a gun. But she should have had scrapes on his faces. I'm going to throw that out there. That was something that bothered the shit out of me. Carlos got to roll around with a broke nose, but you, yo, mm -mm. he just, 
It's that Nigerian. <laughs> Strong. Strong skin. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so he's sitting there processing what happened or after that. And Carlos is like, all right. Or the, the cop comes over and he's like, I'm just going to let you guys off with a warning. Next time, call the cops. Next time, call the experts. Yeah. Like, really? Next time you got an really? unconscious girl on your floor, uh, call the experts. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> next uh, next time, I'm going to call Roto-Rooter. <laughs> next time, I'm calling Ghostbusters. <laughs> Look, I've heard the stories where like shit happens and they call an Uber. Like, oh hey, no yeah <laughs> you um i when i was ubering i rolled up on this uh bar and this guy was like uh hey um this is her address um her friend is waiting for her she is too drunk to be out and i was like uh it's 10 30 he's like i don't yeah i don't know what, i don't know what's going on. like i hope this is cool and he like slipped me an extra 20 dollars. i was like she gonna puke in here <laughs> you you already knew you already knew she did too. Oh, I was so mad. But uh, did you puke too? Mm, <laughs> there's two. Those are two. The vomiting in the Uber stories are two very long stories. I will not get into right now. But okay, all right. I, mm, God, Lord. Uh, yeah, I've heard. Of, I've definitely heard of people doing it. I've experienced it. Uber is cheaper than an ambulance, so thanks. That five hundred dollars be, <laughs> and then your three thousand dollar bill that comes after the hospital. Waiting on mine right now. <laughs> no, thank you. So they hop back in the van. They go back to the lab, and that's when they discover uh, Sean laying in front of the in front of the uh, the fridge to keep the door closed for the cultures, and for the culture. He said the fork didn't work, so he had to use his body. And Carlos sensed, like, what was coming, so he was like, I'm going to go use the bathroom. I'll be back. And then we Give get a nice... Some decompression. Yeah, we get a nice, really nice touching moment between two black boys being emotional. Well, I, li- I like that yeah. he, uh, he, uh, he's, he just hit someone. I already knew you were going to Princeton. <laughs> yeah. It's a big-ass envelope. I said, I knew before you did. <laughs> I checked the mail. <laughs> It's funny that like he just opened his mail, <laughs> but <laughs> oh man! And so he's like, "Man, I know you're going to Princeton already. You know you you should go. You need to go. You better go." And Kunle's like, "Bro, you were right. That was the scariest shit that ever happened to me." And he, he's bawling and like he's crying and Sean's crying and he's like, "I love you, bro." And, it was a good moment. The big, the big hug. Yeah, between and then them. they hug, and Carlos comes back just in time so he can finally get in on the hug. <laughs> this broke nose. Carlos is like Carol, and Tomo Chan is a girl. I think he's just waiting. <laughs> oh right. man! So, well, so after that. Uh, Fast forward, we come to everyone hanging out at the house, including Kunle's crush. Uh, so, yeah. go Kunle. Hey. Uh, Sean teases him a little <laughs> as he pours her a drink. He's got his tongue hanging out and he's, you know, doing some thrusts in the background. Kunle's like, Oof. Stop it, Ron. And Carlos, and, <laughs> Carlos and his cousin 
or in the other room, like playing sixty four or something. I I cracked up that because 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 was like we don't see each other enough. Yeah. Like it just felt he just literally was like you know I hadn't seen you in months. We should hang. Like he he seems like he's really okay. Like I I was worried that he was sketchy. He's like just a dude or uh, trauma bonding. Mm, <laughs> good point. Definitely a definitely a good point. Please don't tell my parents that we went on this wild ass chase and I'm sketchy as fuck. Dude, of course, don't tell my parents who expected me to be sketchy and still send me money that I can buy weed with. Speaking Good of points. which, want to come play 64? Hells yeah, Goldeneye. <laughs> oh man. Uh, doorbell rings and it's uh, Emma, Goldilocks, and her sister. We ain't said the sister's real name the whole episode, but it don't matter. She's, She's the, the villain. 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 He's the villain. That's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, Vill- Villainia. <laughs> who came to say thank you uh, and apologize for all the microaggressions. They didn't say microaggressions, but that's what I did she was not, apologizing I for, did right? not expect them to have any conclusion to that. I just thought we'd never talk about them again. I thought they'd so- just be out of the picture. I can appreciate the I can appreciate Emma slash Goldilocks's apology. She also made them a very nice little basket, uh, yeah. bath and body work style. You Look, know, she's like, I heard, I heard you kept me alive. I don't remember any of it. So <laughs> right. hers yeah. was very sweet, and she legit like wasn't weird towards them at all. Short of just being like, yeah, you know, you, as a woman, you can tell there is that undertone also of like, thank you for not r wording me much obliged like yes regardless of race or anything that's always an undertone if you there have were... to oh yeah that's very i had not thought of that obviously because of the yeah. the, the the guy the guy thing um <laughs> that's a very good point like she was very open and uh just very directly like hey um thanks for the thing. Yeah, having woken up in a car with a bunch of dudes that I practically did not know, I it, it sounds worse than what it is. But I remember waking up and being in East Side Detroit and being like, <laughs> "I'm gonna die." Uh, obviously, I'm not dead, nor was I raped for that matter. But still, did you run out the, the car and? No, I ended up dating one of them later, and oh, I ended up becoming great friends with pretty that's much all different. of them. Yeah, a little different. different. Yeah. That's also a fun long story, but again, when she when she made the very much statement where she was like, "I don't remember anything," and I was like, "Oh yeah, she definitely was just like, oh thank God they did not actually like hurt me." Yeah, and, and then we get to the the sister's apology, and see, I don't, I don't even, remember what she was saying. But I don't even like I don't like that part because she tells her sister, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna talk to him some more." So you go ahead and head back. That was a signal to me. That something sketchy was about to happen, whether it be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you to court or some other thing. But it turned out being, I wrote a little note of apology about how I suck bad. It was like I took some time to reflect upon my activities, and I realized that it wasn't okay with how I treated you. And, and Kuwait then... said, "What?" <laughs> Slammed the door in the face. He just, I, and it was, it was. I, I I appreciate that it wasn't even a slam. He pushes Carlos off to the side so he can get his hand on the door and just starts bringing it close. Like just, (laughs) it just kind of like, all right, nice, and we're done. Good night. I never want to see you again. (laughs) She lives two houses down. That was the other key thing. Oh right, that's how Emma ended up in their house. 
was because she thought she was going home to her sister's house. Yeah. yeah. With two houses over. And she, she was like, I never even know you guys lived here. The villain almost got a shred of decency when she was like, I was a bad sister and I left my, I didn't want to be, I didn't want to look dumb by having a high schooler with me. And I told her to do whatever. And she got drunk. It's my fault. And she was probably trying to go home, which is two doors down. I'm a bad sister. She had a shred of decency for a moment and then went in the other direction. She kept talking. <laughs> she kept talking. So that's a, uh, there's three endings. So that there's that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we're done. But then it cuts. They're, they're, they're all hanging out. Everybody's happy. And then we hear sirens outside. And Kunle has like uh, a little PTSD panic attack. And yeah. Was, yeah. And it was, it, was, it was hard. But I want to say necessary because that kind of bookends the whole movie. And on two layers, there's like the obvious, like, this is what, you know, black people go through kind of thing and it's constant there's no end to it even though the whole adventure is over yeah it's still going to be in in him like it changed him forever kind of thing right definitely like he's I've... not really i mean he's innocent but he's not innocent anymore kind of thing yeah and then the second his layer eyes is, have been open to something yeah. completely different yeah like that he's not naive anymore mm. yeah and then the second layer is Sean sees him having the panic attack, and you see Sean like Kun. You see Kunle. You see Kunle completely like not spazzing out, but nobody else noticing. But he's definitely like having anxiety attack. He, it's a and then you he see goes Sh- directly to forty yard stare, just yeah. like immediately. Like he's gone. He's not not there anymore. And then Sean, you see how concerned he was for his yeah. friend, and he knew exactly what was happening. So like, and then it ends. But it it's got like, it got me for a moment. Because yeah. When I started to hear the the cop thing, my mm-hmm. brain immediately jumped to, oh, they didn't accept the apology, so now the cops are here. I just was like, oh no. And then they started to fade off, and I was like, ouch. But to their credit, they still wanted it to end on a happy note. So in the during the credits, you see. You see them sneak into the Black Student Union at night with the ladder. And yeah. they hang a picture up with Carlos. <laughs> uh, first first Black kids to sneak in, sneak onto the Black Wall. The, yeah, the wall first, of first. first three dudes to sneak themselves onto the Wall of First. They're, <laughs> they put it nice yeah. and high so nobody... Probably really... nobody noticed it for months. <laughs> so it was good. That was nice. Uh, I did yeah, like that. that. That's the movie. So, uh, not much. I couldn't find much backstory aside from it. What used to be the short, and it's the mm-hmm. same folks remade it for Amazon. Uh, a neat thing I I did notice was I I googled what Kunle meant, and Kunle is a male uh, Yoruba name meaning to fill the house. And I remember, or to fill the house, or it's usually, uh a part of a bigger name like uh, Olukunle, which means the Lord fills the house, or Adakunle, which means royalty fills the house. And uh-huh. I remember the comedian Godfrey, he said, all Nigerian names have something to do with God. <laughs> and so like Kunle is probably short for uh, uh, Olukunle. That's I, that's I like cool. that. Yeah. 
so how do you really feel about the movie? How, like, or did you? Um, it was interesting because originally I was supposed to watch it with my partner boyfriend person and we watched the trailer and watched and read the synopsis. Shut up. Shut up. Um, and y'all cute. cute. That's all. Thank you. And he legit was like, I cannot watch this because I've been in this situation before. And he was like, it is traumatizing to me. I don't think this shit is like funny. And so I watched it when he wasn't home. Um, but it was interesting because then in thinking about what he explained to me to what happened to him and then watching the actual movie, I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I can see how this will be like a thing. Yeah. And uh, I'm not a black man. It's so cool I man Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, so watching it and from my lens of it, it's interesting thinking about like the potential trauma, unfortunately, even for Emma to just like wake up and you in the middle of the fucking woods in a car with three dudes that you don't know. And you 12. Um, (laughs) and you're just like, yeah, I've never been drunk before. So I cannot attest to like what can or cannot happen when someone's drunk, but I would have probably freaked out too. And been like, oh shit, this is it. Um, but we've all been in situations with white people doing the fuck shit that white people do and you know thinking that you are doing weird shit and it's not any type of party you just trying to mind your business um is this where i give my rating is this where it's next step that's the next okay um but it was an all right movie a part of me feels like it was original but it wasn't at the same time but i don't know if i didn't feel like it was original because i know that that is the black experience to a certain mm. degree. Okay. And so it's like, were you doing anything innovative? I don't really know. But that's not necessarily fair. Uh, overall, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, I feel like well, I said at the beginning, I'm, I don't know, it's not like I'm nitpicking. Like some of the editing could have been faster and like snappier about things. Um, I agree that part of it felt like it was like, this has been tread before, but this did it in different ways that were pretty good. Um I, th- I think what did I describe it as um uh house party meets uh Harold Harold uh and Kumar go to White Castle. Facts. Um there was a lot of stuff I liked about it. So I I wouldn't I would don't think I would call it a bad movie. I got you. Uh I liked it. I wouldn't suggest it to everyone going off of, you know, mm. what Tsunade said for I, I, basically everything she said like i'd I'd only suggest it if i know the person well enough to know that like they can get through it or if i'm like you need to learn a lesson here you go or if someone asks like yeah okay what's the you know like you said it's a you know black experience so like what are some movies or a modern black experience because you know we got a you know more than enough uh slave movies and stuff like that definitely but yeah it gives it could have it could have definitely turned into like a modern day Emmett Teal sort of vibe. Like very I quickly. I was surprised that no one died. I, I thought I didn't expect anyone to die. I'm happy it didn't happen. Yes. I'm I'd go as far to say that like your partner boyfriend person could watch it and not hate it, right? Even though it is it's a comedy. It's a comedy, right? Mm-hmm. I thought they balanced it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it aired on the side of caution a yeah. lot with a lot of the representation, with a lot yeah. of the situations. It didn't dig so far deep that it was. It I was nervous, but I was yeah. never at. I was never get out scared. 
Mm. Yeah, like the whole movie, you were scared for a, a I forgot what it's Sean. Sean wasn't it even Sean in a. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I think I think it was. Yeah. Uh, the whole movie you were scared for him, but it wasn't like that with this. Mm. So it's an easier watch. Is it funny enough to warrant the heavy stuff? For me, it was. Mm. Uh, it could like, have definitely I mean, been weirder. Yeah, like times. honestly, RJ carried like he's the funniest part of the movie carlos mm. in set in a far second place but rj yeah. sean uh <laughs> like i think almost all of my quotes was his quotes so mm-hmm. yeah so ratings uh tim uh much like you were just saying i would suggest it to people but only if i knew that they were kind of willing to like experience this mm-hmm. maybe uh that's a good point you made like people that need to like see something and maybe learn something with you know just it's a different way for them to experience it maybe they ask me questions later but it's better because they got a buffer now uh they're not just asking stupid stuff like do you use a pick because you know it's just different (laughs) uh but um uh, i feel like yeah like i like if i was like was get out too much for you i could maybe you could maybe watch this instead yeah kind of thing it's not bad sunate um, I'm sorry, I've been calling you Sunati this whole time. That's not your name. Yeah, I your know. Name is there you go. Um, but it's funny that you've been calling me Sunati because I'm going to make a Naruto reference as far as me rating it. I would say that this movie's like Sai. You know, when Sasuke got replaced, Sasuke's like, get out. And Sai is this. Like, okay. I'm neither for it nor against it. Because, you know, some people really fuck with Sai and like think he's yeah. actually cool. I'm largely indifferent about him. I think he can draw, and that's great. That's I think this movie is funny. And was it... You ever watch something, and you're like, my God, what a waste of my time. Um, I didn't I didn't feel that way. Nor is it so, like, mad that I was more on my phone than not on my phone, which is actually a huge thing for me, because if that's I'd rather be on my phone than watch a thing, then I'm treating it as background noise. Yeah, um, yeah. And this wasn't background noise for me. Like I paid enough attention to it. Where I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I want to see where, I want to see where this goes. Like our motherfuckers are actually going to die. Um, which is, that shouldn't have been my whole stake in the ground. Oh. Oh, I, <laughs> I was worried about the whole time. I was like, which, okay, is cool. the girl going to die or is Sean? Who died? Yeah. Cause I thought she was going to die at one point. Like when yeah. they legit were at the hospital, I was like, oh shit, she's going to die. And like, this is going to get really like dark. It's going like, to get unnecessarily like dark. And we're going to spend the whole movie being like, what the hell did you do? Yeah. Why'd you, why'd you um, do this? But if I were to give it like a number rating for people that don't watch Naruto, um <laughs> i give it like a good a six um let's go watch interesting way to spend my friday night not terrible not like the greatest thing since sliced bread or even since like whole wheat bread for i don't like whole wheat bread that much <laughs> did it live up to the trailer for y'all did you see the trailer or did you just go yes i did watch the trailer and it, it was on brand like there are no differences or like oh my gosh between the trailer and the movie itself yeah i didn't it, the trailer didn't make me expect too much more than the movie gave me mm-hmm. okay all right uh for me seven seven and a half uh i thought it was pretty good uh solid message definitely not the type of movie well maybe now that we've gone through it with the fine tooth comb uh <laughs> but generally speaking definitely not the type of movie where you could just watch whenever uh because it gets kind of heavy but it's like 
I'm not going to say I don't care about the message. I do. Like you said, it, it's it could happen to me kind of thing. Uh, but it's like, what I loved the most about it was just Sean and Kool-Aid's back and forth. Yes. Right? Like, mm-hmm. like that's what I like legit was smiling at the movie, is seeing is their their interactions. And honestly, I teared up a little bit when, when they got emotional at the end. And I was it like, was oh, nice. this is beautiful. It's that, so was, beautiful. that was a nice part. Yeah, like they're those two together, their chemistry together, like that was that was great. And I think it's probably just me like oh friend. Uh you know, uh but that's it's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if they wanted to do, you know, critical race theory light for like high schoolers, yeah, um in like junior, senior year, they could watch this and like pull something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh so that's the that's the episode. Uh, we're, we're gonna do uh, plugs. Uh, Tim, what's your socials? You got anything to plug? Uh, as usual, DD Sluggers at everything that you can find. Uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you find a softball team from South Carolina, that is not me. I am the solo performer. And if they get back to me about joining the team, uh, that would be great. All right, Sundere. I'm making it more. Um, I really ain't got shit to plug like that. I just got dinner to make after this. Um, but if you wanna find me on the social medias? What is my Instagram? I think it's at it's at v t h e e dot t s u n d e r e. I'm pretty sure that's my Instagram at this point. Um, if there's black people that live in Colorado that want to hang out, like please let me know. Um, or <laughs> photography anywhere in the u.s and you want to support black queer people also let me know yay all right uh i hope i'm saying the right shit because i kind of forgot uh i'm not on twitter but if you guys want to talk i'll get on twitter uh at fronicus and the one on letterboxd uh you know since this is a movie podcast on letterboxd i am at tiffzilla it's got to be one of those two. One of those, right? Yeah. Sure. sure. All right. I'm going to figure it out. Uh, thank you for listening if you made it this far. Uh, shout out to the four people in Europe who listened to the Speed Racer episode. Yeah. Uh, I'd <laughs> like to send you guys a, uh, a salutation in your native languages. Good day. <laughs> Bye. Take- Bye.